Benvenuti! Welcome to the Italian Diary. I'm Silvana Sacomani. As the daughter of Italian immigrants, I've always lived between two worlds. Italy, where my parents came from, and Canada, where I was born. In this podcast, I share personal stories from both countries. First as a child growing up in Canada, in a large Italian family. Now as an adult, living for a good part of the year in Italy with my Canadian husband. By sharing these stories, I'm able to keep my Canadian-Italian heritage alive and pass them along. To learn more about this podcast, go to theitaliandiary.com, where you'll find the recordings and texts in both languages. In this episode, I share a recurring nightmare that takes place on the A1, Autostrada, from Rome to Florence. Buon ascolto. Happy listening. Even if you don't have Italian parents, you've probably heard the story of Pinocchio. Remember? He's the puppet who wanted to become a boy, a bambino, and every time he told lies, his nose, il naso, would grow longer and longer. Aiuto, fatina mia, guarda il naso, cosa gli succede? Caro Pinocchio, ci sono due specie di bugie. Quelle che hanno le gambe corte e quelle che hanno il naso lungo. E le tue, per l'appunto, sono di quelle che hanno il naso lungo. Right. To avoid the same outcome as Pinocchio, I'm going to tell you a truth, una verità. I confess that I have a lover, un amante. I love sleep. Sleep loves a me. It's a codependent relationship, one that Graham, my husband, has had to accept since we've been married. Unfortunately, I've had to accept forsaking my amante when we travel. Traveling, il viaggiare, of course, is a big sleep stealer. I appreciate just how much now that Graham and I bought a dream house in the town of Montepulciano, nella bella Toscana. However, la perla del Cinquecento, which is Montepulciano's nickname, is worth the sacrifice, il sacrificio. As a matter of fact, for centuries, Florence, Firenze, and Siena spilled blood for ultimate control of this rich and fertile land. With its Etruscan origins, it stands on top of a hill, overlooking the Val d'Orcia and the Val di Chiana. And it's a town where its precious wine, the so-called and famous Vino Nobile, flows like tap water. In the past, I was lucky, because Graham always took care of everything. Like good captain and expedition leader, he was travel agent, luggage carrier, and driver. After the 15-hour transatlantic flight, volo, heavy eyelids and constantly yawning, the poor guy, il poverino, would get on the A1, l'autostrada del sole, where many Italian motorists morph into Ferrari race car drivers on the Monza circuit. I never really appreciated Graham's sacrifice, sacrificio, until a while ago. I had grown accustomed to, right after taking off from Vancouver, sipping on a glass of excellent vino rosso and then falling asleep. Once we arrived in Rome, I would wake up, but only to get settled into the rental car and then continue with my nap. Later, when we arrived safe and sound, sani e salvi in Montepulciano, Captain Graham, as you can well imagine, was exhausted by the trip and wanted nothing more than to crawl underneath the covers. I, however, was nicely rested, ready for a romantic dinner in the Centro Storico. 
All that changed a few years ago when I had to manage the trip by myself. Not having Graham, my rock, next to me, it was fear or paura, now personified, who became my traveling companion, who followed me on the plane from Vancouver and taking her place next to me in the rental car in Rome. It was a black, smart car. The color was hardly reassuring. As I set out on the autostrada, everything was going well at the beginning. My positive inside voice, which I had practiced, cheered me on. Forza, Silvana, ce la fai, credi in te. But then the more negative and aggressive voice took over. Ma sei pazza? Lascia perdere, non sei capace. At a certain point, my imagination runs wild, and the nightmare unfolds where before my eyes, Italians are laying fresh white chrysanthemums, the customary flower of death, next to my lifeless body on the side of the A1. And while the negative and positive voices are fighting among themselves for supremacy in my head, a rush of adrenaline takes over. I'm now a female version of Schumacher in Ferrari times, and it's that force that takes me across the finish line hours later in Montepulciano. Too tired for dinner, I'm under the covers by 8 p.m. The next day I wake up at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, sleep. Glorious sleep. How I've missed thee. Well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find us on Facebook at The Italian Diary Podcast or sign up to hear more episodes on our website at theitaliandiary.com. Thanks for listening and thanks to my parents for giving me both Canada and Italy. Grazie e alla prossima.